1: HollywoodTakeover.com slash Jesse. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. It has been quite a day today, and I think we would be remiss if we didn't.
0: Aye, 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 aye. I am the Frito Bandido, hey, I like Fritos Corn Chips, I love them, I do. I want Fritos Corn Chips, I'll get them from you. Ay, 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 oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Fritos Corn Chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, munch, munchy, bunchy Fritos.
1: What, Chris? I don't know what your problem is with that song. I love it. You know what? It gets me in the mood. Ah! Let's talk some politics. Dear Oracle. I just got in an argument with my dad and my cousin about Trump. They claim he said too many dumb things to win. I tried arguing it doesn't matter because the communist media will always lie or over amplify a worthwhile conservative candidate no matter how perfect he is. I brought up stories moderate Republicans uh, vilified by the media, quoted stats, Explained how commies lie, overamplify things, but they just didn't get it. Do I have any hope of helping them understand? And if so, how do I do it? The weakness slash ignorance makes me sick, says I can say his name. His name is Dave. Well, a couple of things, Dave. One, it's your father. It's your cousin. You did a good thing. You probably did more good than you think you did. I get these emails a lot. I tried to tell my mom. I've been trying to tell my sister. She's such an idiot. She's not working. She's too weak. She's too this. She's too that. No, it didn't work this time. Just because he didn't swallow his pride and get on his knees before you and beg your forgiveness for being dumb doesn't mean you didn't start Creeping in some doubt. Remember something. Remember, I say this a lot that it, it sounds depressing, but it's not depressing. It actually should be heartening to you. It should, should be inspiring to you. You will, it doesn't matter how old you are. We have 97 year olds that listen to the show, and we have seven year olds. All right. It doesn't matter your age. You will never live to see total victory ever. You won't. There's too much to unpack. We're too far gone. You, because of that, put it out of your mind. Put it out of your net. You're never getting to the top of Everest. You have to learn to love climbing Everest. Because you'll never see the summit, fall in love with the climb. Because you'll never see final victory, fall in love with the grind. We have a million, a million local races to win in this country. Local and state. We have a million issues that we can and will advance on as we move on. And we're going to take losses and we're going to get wins as we become more hardcore anti-communists. Your dad, your cousin, okay, it didn't work this time. Maybe next time's the time. You don't know. For all you knew, for all you know, maybe you took off that night, take the old lady out to Red Lobster. Maybe he sat down after you left. And spend some time reflecting on what you said. Maybe he didn't call or text you and let you know. But maybe he thought about it. Maybe he thought you have a point. And I hear this from people a lot. And I've heard this a lot from people on the right. Trump can't win. Said too many dumb things. Trump can't win. He's too stupid. Too bombastic. Trump can't win. Trump can't win. Trump can't win. Well, okay. That's fine if Trump's not your guy for 2024. That's fine. That's fine, but I don't think you should be saying things like Trump can't win because that's what all the quote smart people were saying leading up to 2016. Trump can't win. Trump can't. Trump can't. He's to this. He's to that. He's to this. He's to that. Trump can't. Trump can't. Well, Trump did. Trump did win before. Now is he ready for a second run at it? I don't know. I don't have any idea. Plenty of positives that say he is. Plenty of negatives that say he's not. I don't know. I hope he gets in a big old primary with heavy D and the rest of them. And we see him fight it out and prove he's still the old lion who should be leading the pride. I don't know. Now I'm not dismissive of, of the things Trump says and the way Trump is being a turnoff to some suburban women. I'm not naive. I get that because I live around them. I've told you it before. I I, I go to these neighborhood events all the time. We have another one this Saturday. Just a big party, everyone's getting together, everyone bring out a dish, you know what I mean? Have a couple beers, watch some college football, something like that. And there are multiple women there, Republican women. They don't like Trump. They don't like the name-calling stuff. They don't like that stuff. Now, that's not all Republican women. I know a ton of Republican women who love Trump. Is that something that can hurt him? There's no question about that. Does it mean he can't win? No, it doesn't mean that at all. Different candidates appeal to different portions of the population. Joe Biden and the Democratic Party—they don't appeal at all to working-class white people now. If you're a working-class white person, just, they just—they don't even attempt to appeal to you. They just spit on you every chance they get. They've—they've they've given up on you. They've decided, okay, who, who cares about them? We'll win enough of the others that they don't matter. Every candidate is not going to have universal appeal. Let's be honest. Because when you do this job, people think you should run for president. People are always like, oh, I want you to run for president. How many people would I not appeal to? A lot. A lot. Let's be be frank. There's a lot of people I would not appeal to. Chris says every woman. That's a freaking lie. Like, Like half our audience is women. Well, yeah, I know I've said they shouldn't vote, but that doesn't matter. Chris, they'll get over it. They're women. They'll be fine. <laughs> Quit. Buenos Tardes, El Burgo. Mastro. Is it Chris? Is it Mastro or Maestro? You think it, what do you mean? You think it depends on the profession? There's only one kind of Maestro or Mastro's the chef, Maestro's the conductor. Chris, are you making this up? We're we're live talking to the entire country. Chris, I can make things up, okay? I need you to actually fact check things while I work, idiot. Sorry. Sorry. That was between Chris and me. I wish you hadn't had to hear hear that just now. Tried your recipe. The patty is phenomenal. He's talking about my burgers. The patty is phenomenal, but I still miss all the toppings. I understand I am a rube and a pig, whereas you are sophisticated and appreciate simplicity in life. (laughs) But I just love burgers with bacon, caramelized onions, kimchi. What is kimchi? I don't even know her. Crab cakes, coleslaw, Chick-fil-A sauce, and just about anything with a tomato on it. I wonder if when you're out, you enjoy those burgers too, or do you just ask for it plain like the kids do? Okay. Okay. One, there was no need to insult me like the kids do. Two, all right. I have this theory. We'll get back to politics and stuff in a minute. I have this theory. If I'm trying a new pizza place, if I'm in, if I'm ordering from a pizza place, I've never ordered from before. I will always get a pepperoni pizza, not pepperoni and sausage, not pepperoni and jalapenos, pepperoni and mushrooms. Not, not any of that. I will get a plain pepperoni pizza. Why? If you're a pizza place, and you can't make a plain pepperoni that's delicious, then I don't need to try your pepperoni and sausage. I now know everything about you. If you don't have the good, the appropriate crust, and if you don't, if you don't have a good enough sauce, what if you try to shortchange me on the on the cheese? I see you pizza places. I see you cutting money back on the cheese. Don't think I haven't noticed. If I get four pepperonis on a large pepperoni, a, a plain pepperoni tells me virtually. everything Everything I need to know about a pizza place. If you're in a breakfast place and they can't make you over easy eggs and bacon and toast, if they can't make that for you and have it be good, you don't need to know anything else. If you ask for over over easy, as you should like an adult, and your eggs come out with hard yolks in them, you don't need to come back and order the special banana pancakes. They can't even make you an over easy egg. You know everything you need to know. That's a long way of saying, are my burgers always plain when I go out? No. I like bacon on a burger. I'll get onions on a burger. I'll get uh, egg, a fried egg on a burger. is wonderful, very underrated. My burger is so good it doesn't need any of those things. That's the point. One and two, when I go to a burger place, I will order it plain right away, just a burger and cheese because if you're a cheeseburger place and you can't do that, then I don't need to have your fried egg burger. I know everything I need to know. Now, off of that very important topic, I think it's important we should talk about, oh, I don't know, a little bit more climate change stuff. Somebody wants to know how to make friends and the labor market, is it going to change? All that's due to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. It's Friday. What's tomorrow? I don't want to give it away. What is it? Saturday. I mean, is this a weekend? And because it's the weekend, it means you owe me and I owe you 10 minutes of practice with our Mantis X systems. Mantis X, it attaches to your weapon. You dry fire practice in your home. And it's not just practice. It's feedback. They will guide you. They'll make you better. It's drills. You know they're going to put you through drills in your home. Don't worry. Your age, fitness level, it's nothing you can't handle. You will get better fast with Mantis X. Really, really fast. Go to MantisX.com and get one today. MantisX.com. Practice makes perfect. MantisX.com. Go today.
2: The Jesse Kelly Show. On air and online at Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. On iTunes, subscribe and leave a review talking about how handsome I am. I haven't looked at those in a while, Chris. Are there more handsome reviews? I bet there are. I bet there are there one star ones on there now to dang these dirty commies. <laughs> oh, I don't give a crap. I think it's hilarious.
0: Please understand the stakes in this race. Send me to Washington, D.C. to send so I can work with Senator Casey and I can champion the union way of life in Jersey. In, excuse me, in D.C. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's an honor. I live eight minutes away from here, and when I leave tonight, I got three miles away, (laughs) Dr. Oz in his mansion in New Jersey.
1: You've got a friend and you have an ally. Send me to Washington, D.C. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Look, what else can we do but laugh at this point in time? Why can't Democrats field a candidate who's able to complete a sentence? Chris, you have that Kamala Harris? You have the Dome audio from earlier? You not have it? Oh, It's okay if you don't have it. It's fine. We played some audio from Dome earlier. It's just like all the other audio where she picks kind of one word and because she's trying to fill time, she just keeps using the same word and it just sounds so bad. Why can't their politicians talk? Today, the business of our work is for the council to report on the work that has occurred since our last meeting across these areas. We will today also discuss the work
0: yet ahead, the work we must still do to continue to move forward.
1: That's the vice president of the United States. Dr. Jesse, if Milton Milton Friedman... Had gone to community college, his name would have been Jesse Kelly. Oh, there's a great book for you to read. People always ask me for book recommendations. If you want a book to understand economics, oh, quit buck up, Chris. You got to break out a nonfiction or you got to break out a fiction out of every now and then. It's not that boring, okay? It's not even that boring, whatever. Milton Friedman has a book called Free to Choose. Wonderful book. Wonderful book. Don't listen to stupid Chris. Chris probably listened to the audio version. Anyway, the guy says, what are your thoughts on the current status of the U.S. economy vis-a-vis the hot labor market, the current unemployment rate, and how we get the labor market back on track and get people back to work? said, feel free to use his name. His name is Sam. Buenos Tardes. And Buenos Tardes tardes. to you. Uh, Well, here's the problem. Every time we run into a serious financial crisis, an economic crisis of some kind in this country, the politicians will try to do something. Oftentimes, the people will be screaming, do something! And so they get together and do something. And it's always an absolute disaster for the country. Always is. Universally. They cannot fix it. They can't do anything. So what we're going into now is... The, quote, hot labor market. You keep hearing this. It's a great labor market. A great labor market. Remember, that just means there are tons of job availabilities out there. All kinds of job availabilities out there. And they'll try to sell you as, well, the recession's not that bad. Look at the hot labor market. No. The labor market's hot because we pay people an exorbitant amount of money not to work now. And so they don't want to go to work. They don't feel like going to wash dishes for $8 an hour now when they can stay home and make $30,000, $40,000 a year doing absolutely nothing. Now, that labor market is going to shrink. I discussed that a little bit earlier in the show. It's going to shrink. It's going to eventually disappear as interest rates go up and businesses begin to pull back. Those jobs you're advertising now, hey, we need a new assistant manager at this location. The jobs market crashes, and all of a sudden, it's going to be oh, you know, I actually think we'll be okay without a manager. It'd, it'd be it be fine there. That's just how it works. You got to cut back on expenses. That's how it works. So that hot labor market is going to disappear. It is going to disappear. Interest rates are going to go up, and we're going to get into we're going to get into an era where one of two things I think are going to happen. Either we are going to have, and they're both really bad. I'm sorry, they're both really bad. We are either going to have serious sustained shrinkage of our economy as the economy contracts. And that's that's what I think is probably the most likely scenario, or probably the worst scenario is the politicians worrying about being called, you know, putting being blamed for putting us in a recession, being blamed for all this stuff. The politicians on the left and the right, the Republicans will join them in this like they always do. They will instead, as the economy begins to shrink, start to pass massive spending bills, just printing. It's unbelievable to think they would do this again, but they would. Printing gargantuan piles of cash once again, just like we did under covid and throwing them at the large parts of the economy like the finance sector and the finance sector will pressure them to do this hey up it's us, hey hey joe it's us here at goldman sachs i would hate boy i'd hate for this to get any worse we need uh, <clears throat> need some cash joe need some cash here another gigantic money printing thing honestly it's the kind of thing at this point with inflation going that way it could break us as a nation it could completely break us as a nation, something we might not recover from. That, that's the kind of thing that can send you into that Weimar Republic realm where the money, where the dollar actually becomes nothing, where it becomes completely worthless. And that's what's so scary about inflation. Why I talk to you about Oxford gold and stuff like that all the time. That's what's so scary about inflation because it doesn't really matter what you make. It doesn't matter how much you make. If it's in dollars and the value of the dollar disappears, then you're worthless. Unless you're some billionaire with all these different investments in a million different things. It doesn't matter who you are. We're all worth nothing because the dollar becomes worth nothing. But all the fundamentals are there right now for this to be very, very severe. And a big reason for this is not just where we are. It's that all the people in charge, they're all... Instead of trying to help us get bad on our, back on our feet, they're openly now attacking the most productive parts of our economy. They're just they're, the pillars are crumbling, and instead of scrambling a construction crew out there to get it patched up and fixed, they're firing missiles at the daggone thing. They're shaking it. Oh oh, hope for I'd hate for you to fall down. That's why economically, I'm so pessimistic about where we're going right now. I, look, I, I hope I'm wrong. I think we are. I think we are at just the tip of something that's going to be very, very deep, very, very deep. Right now, it's the tip. I think this. I think this gets deep. It's going to be a dark hole. It's going to be a very deep hole. That's what I think. All right. Someone has a question about making friends, and someone else wants to know how to communicate. I don't know that I'm the one to tell you, but hang on. They say health is wealth and I couldn't agree more. That's why if you're living with dealing with everyday aches and pains, I want to tell you about Relief Factor. Relief Factor is a daily drug-free supplement that was developed by doctors looking for a way to fight pain naturally. Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients like turmeric and omega-3s that all work together to help reduce or eliminate everyday pain. It's not just a pill that masks pain. Relief Factor helps support your body's response to inflammation wherever you're experiencing it. Your back, your neck, joints, even your muscles. If pain is affecting your life, here's what you can do. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800, the number 4, RELIEF. Get their three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95 and it comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee. Don't let pain tell you how to live. Fight back naturally and feel the difference of Relief Factor. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Before we talk about making friends, let's go to the Treasury Secretary. Our
0: plan, powered by the Inflation Reduction Act, represents the largest investment in fighting climate change in our country's history. And it will put us well on our way toward a future where we depend on the wind, the sun, and other clean sources of energy. We will rid ourselves from our current dependence on fossil fuels,
1: Yeah, she's talking about the largest genocide in human history. Dear Handsome Prophet, you mention every now and then that you hang out with buddies from time to time. I understand you probably haven't lived there in Houston for too long, so you must have made friends recently. As a fellow man, I struggle connecting with other men and generally have a hard time making friends. I've lived where I'm at right now for the past five years and have no one to go golfing or play board games with aside from my fiancé. What's your secret to making friends wherever you go says i can say his name his name is aaron all right well one i am not at all discounting uh loneliness men need a male connection of some kind we just do you can't just be around women dudes have to be around other dudes but here's something i've noticed over the years and you think you're going to think i'm crazy just stay with me i'm telling you this is true the people who don't make friends that easily and don't connect with everybody. They look at the people who do and they want what they have. They're, they're jealous for it. Not, not in a bad way. I'm not putting you down, but you want that. I want a bunch of friends. I want to be uh, uh, people all around me. I want to do this. I want to do that. And let me tell you a secret. The really popular guy who everyone wants to talk to all the time he just wants to be left alone a lot, and he never gets left alone. Did you know that? That's a fact. You look at him, and, it, oh, man, look at that. Bing, bing, bing. It's fun. He's got text messages all day long. Always boys, hey, you want to hang out tonight? Oh, look, the pretty girls are looking at him. Oh, life is good. Life is good. That, I wish I could have what he has. He looks at you with your one good friend or two good friend, and thinks, man, that would be so much simpler. It's a lot to juggle. Not everyone is made to be Mr. Popular. I have two very, very, very different sons, and God didn't screw up when he made either of them. One of them, friends with everybody, every friggin' person, everyone, everyone he sees. The other one, he has a few very, very, very close friends, but not friends with everybody, nor a desire to even have them. he prefers prefer oftentimes to be by himself, drawing or doing something like that. Um, neither of them are right or wrong. Neither of them are a mistake. That's just how they are. You, though, obviously are lonely, so allow me to suggest this. You've been there five years. You're clearly not making friends at work, so you probably work with a bunch of dorks, and I, I know what that's like. I've been there before. Work with a... But what, Chris? Well, I didn't say now. I mean, that's what I meant, but I didn't say that because I was being polite, but as long as you're pulling this out, I know what that's like to work with losers. Anyway, so if you work with losers, which you clearly do... Have you considered going to a gym? And I don't mean a, a lifting gym, although that's fine too. Have you considered going to one of these mixed martial arts gyms, uh, maybe Muay Thai kickboxing or Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? And I'm not doing one of the self help things, you know, learn how to defend yourself things I'm done before. I'm really not. But when you go do combat with another man, when you go do combat with another man, you automatically. Get closer to him. You know how many scraps I was in when I was a kid and I ended up basically being best friends with the guy I got in fights with? And that's the norm for guys. It's very much a norm. That's why we should go back to letting fighting happen in schools and you'd actually have less school shootings. When dudes have a problem with each other, it's actually not the end of the world when you go meet on the grass so no one gets hurt and gets a concussion and you go trade hands for two minutes until somebody's had enough. And you're done, and one person has a black eye, and the other one has a busted knuckle, and you end up hugging it out, and now there's a mutual respect there. That just, that's how men work. I don't care whether this offends you or whether you understand that. That's how men work. When you deny men that outlet, that's when they eventually explode and do something insane and deadly. Anyway, back to, back to what I was saying. Go, go down to a gym. If you're a dude and you're struggling to make friends, go down to a local Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym. It's a great outlet anyway and healthy and better. Or go to a kickboxing gym, boxing place, something like that. You'll be surprised how close you get to some other guys. You're going to end up, you'll be surprised. All right? Which leads me to this. This guy says, Buenos dias, Jesse. I would say I'm not the best communicator, but because you have a radio show, I would say you're an expert. I'm looking for advice on how I can become better at talking with other people. What advice do you have for me? Says I can say his name. His name is Parker. Parker, I'm not an expert. I've only been doing this for four years. I have no earthly idea what I'm doing. They had to hire me a radio coach a year and a half ago to teach me how to tease the next segment. (laughs) Because I don't know what I'm doing. I just sit down and talk. So don't look at me as an expert. I will tell you this. Tell my sons this too. You want to learn how to have conversations and talk to people? The most important thing you can learn is shut up. Be quiet and listen. You know what people love to do? People love to talk about themselves. They love it. You can sit down and have a 20-minute conversation with somebody and just keep setting the table for them to talk about themselves and they will walk away from that conversation having, having spoken most of the time and think, wow, that guy's a great dude. What a nice guy. Oh, really? What do you do for a living? How'd you get into that? That's crazy. Oh, how'd you meet your wife? Oh, how'd you meet? You? People love to talk about themselves. People make this mistake in job interviews all the time. You get nervous and you want the job. So you think you're going to go in there and talk your way into a job. You go shut up and listen your way into a job. You don't know what that manager who's interviewing you wants to talk about. You think they want to talk about your resume? They know your resume. What if they don't give a crap about your resume? What if they want to talk about uh, where you went to high school? Oh, you played football? No way. Who for what position? I played football. Oh, you have a you have a dog? You got a lab? Oh, cool. I have a German Shepherd. How do you have to They're people too, if you're busy running your freaking mouth the whole time, you won't learn what they actually want to talk about. Don't go in with a speech, whether you're in a conversation or a job interview. Shut up and listen. Listen, and they'll tell you what they want to talk about all the time. Look, or you end up sounding like this. I've been fighting pharma for my entire career. My entire career. And we finally beat pharma. We finally beat pharma. You don't want to sound like that, do you? All right. This guy says, Wolf Spider Jesse. No guest interviews? I must protest. At least have Selena Zito. Let's say you. I didn't say no interviews. I said, you know I don't do a ton of interviews. I don't do a ton of guests. I don't do a ton of phone calls. I'll, t- I'll have like one guest a week. Maybe twice a week I will take phone calls. I think last time we even took phone calls this week was like Tuesday or something. like. That. It's just not something I do. That's not going to change. If anything, the number of guests I have will go down. I'll never say no to it. but I, Because I have guests I love. And people I love. And people I think bring interesting takes. Like Selena Zito. And my buddy BK. And, and, and so many of the others. I have people I enjoy. I like bringing on people who are interesting. Look, I'm in the interesting business. I'm in the interesting business. So... My job is to make sure your day home, your drive home is interesting and better. If I think a guest can provide that better than I can in a segment, I'll bring them on or provide a spec or perspective that I can't. If not, I won't. Just don't do guest radio. I think I think it's lame. I think I've always thought it was lame. That's how it is. All right. Now, before we move into our final segment, I want you to get eleven dollars ready. Don't worry, if it's just a credit card, that's fine. What are we gonna do with your credit card? We're going to take care of widows and orphans. Tunnel to Towers takes care of widows and orphans and catastrophically injured veterans. Remember, they're out there building smart homes for these catastrophically injured veterans. Remember we had Frank Siller with Tunnel to Towers on earlier this week? 200 mortgages this year have been paid. That's a widow who lost her husband, children, dads never coming home, and you can't replace that, right? You can't fix that. There's nothing you can do to fix that. But what do you think it does for them to take the burden of having a mortgage off of them? And all they ask us for is 11 bucks a month. You can sign up, give a reoccurring donation. You'll never know it's there unless you look. Go to t the number 2 t.org and give 11 bucks a month. t2t.org. We'll be back.
2: The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. Man, final segment of the week. This week has flown by. Don't worry, I'll be back next week. I do have a little announcement coming. I don't know when I'm allowed to make that. Don't worry. It's all good. It's, it's nothing bad. I promise it's nothing bad. Don't panic. It's nothing bad. I'm not fired quite yet. The suits are probably waiting by the phone any minute now. <laughs> no, no, it's all good there. I'm not fired quite yet, but we might have a little something coming. If you missed any part of the show, catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. I keep going back to that stat I read earlier today about American households losing six trillion dollars in the second quarter. I just, I just thought maybe it would be appropriate as we look at all the destruction out there, I thought it would be appropriate to just explain why that happened.
0: We cannot say to kids well go to school, you might get sick and take it home because they're the biggest risk the biggest risk to the spread of the pandemic is opening up the schools School reopenings are a state decision, period uh, that is the law, and uh, that is uh, the the way we're going to proceed. Uh, it's not up to the president of the United States.
2: But we should not rush to reopen schools.
0: Do I think that indoor dining, Craig? Do I think that uh, that in-person schooling are likely going to we're going to have to reconsider those particular parts of society right now in the midst of an out-of-control pandemic? Yes, I do.
2: I mean, what's your message? to educators is it time to get back in the classroom this fall no matter what
0: well i think it depends on uh you know we're following the science and what the cdc says
2: reopening schools in the middle of a pandemic is not as easy as uh, some may think
1: car- carnage that is coming out there just understand it was our response to covid shut down the country shut down the schools In response to a virus. And you throw yourself into ruin. Wolfman Jesse. I'm a blind man of 74. It's hard for me to attend rallies, demonstrations, and protests. I donate to America First candidates. Everyone can do something for the cause. Sign up to be poll watchers or vote counters. Donate pizza to candidates calling centers. I did it once. Do something. Don't sit on your hands. Then complain when your candidate does not win. We won't win them all, but we can try. Remember, CC Podway. <laughs> he says Buenos Tardes. Didn't say I can use his name. I will not. I-, I wanted to read that for this reason. Maybe you're maybe you're getting anxious and angry about where we are. Maybe you're wanting to get involved and not sure what to do. Find a candidate you believe in. If you don't want to run for school board or city council, which you should do, but if you if you don't want to do that, find a candidate you believe in, and work for them. Go volunteer. And I know, I know that's not sexy, right? I understand that that's not sexy at all. I get that. I I get that. I want to. I want to take the country back. What do you mean? You want me to come? Make phone calls for an hour on Saturday. That doesn't sound right. What if someone yells at me? I, I understand. One, there's a bunch of different ways to help out campaigns. Two, you'd be surprised how many friends you make, how much fun you have. Yeah, Chris just pulled up this just said, even get a yard sign. Yeah, that stuff matters, man. It, it it builds momentum. Put a bumper sticker on your car for your favorite guy. For, for your favorite, whoever's running for office, for school board. I don't care. For president, whatever. That kind of stuff, it builds enthusiasm. Do something. You don't have to conquer the world. It's way, look, the country itself is way too big for you to save it or me to save it. Right, we're just cogs in the wheel here. But if we all do something, can do a lot. I feel like maybe that was on some woman's Pinterest page or something, Chris. All right. Hey, Junk Food Jesse. Do you use Velveeta when you're making your famous nachos? I love your show. Says I can say her name. Her name is Karen. I make Velveeta obviously because, or I use Velveeta as the central ingredient whenever I make any kind of a queso at home. When I make a queso at home, I have a bunch of, of shredded cheese, Velveeta, always a little milk in there when I need to loosen it up. There's always jalapenos. I like to get some meat in there. I prefer a lot of meat. <laughs> So I generally go chorizo if I can. Maybe some spicy sausage. Onions are always welcome. Yeah, I'm a I'm a queso man. Gosh, now I'm starving. Chris, what? Dear Jesse O. Humble One, I have a little money. Was thinking of buying a vacation home. Is that a bad idea during a recession? Especially when one is not sure which way the economy is going to go. Don't use my name. Family and friends don't need to know I have a nest egg. Love your show. Keep up the exceptional work. I don't know that I would buy a home just yet. I think if you wait in the not-too-distant future, yes, interest rates will be higher, but home values are going down. the, the th- That's not me saying that. Sharp finance guys I talk to say we are probably on the brink of, of home values taking the nesty plunge off the top of the world trade centers, right? It's, 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 I know Chris is sitting over there fretting. He just bought a house. Don't worry, Chris, you just bought an house. You're going to be there for a long time. They'll probably come back out eventually. You'll just hang it. Just tough it out for 10 years. <laughs> All right. Now you can still email the show. Jesse at com. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com Jesse, a.k.a. Jesseus Maximus What do you think absolute monsters like Stalin, Mao, and Pol Pot are thinking as they look up from their fiery afterlife about the society allowing government the ability to take over so much of their personal lives for the idea of convenience Since I can say his his name, his name is Aaron Remember something This applies to the filthy communists of old. It applies to all these communists in our society now. You're happier than them. They're miserable. That's why they're communists. That's why every part of the communist system these days, from BLM to the LGBTQ, from everything, what do they all have in common? They're all mad they all have a serious axe to grind with the world as it is, and this world needs to be knocked down a peg or two. Even if they rose to be dictators who rule the country and murder millions of people, you'll still go to your grave a more happy, contented soul than they were than they would ever be. Stalin was miserable to the day that miserable piece of crap died. Take heart in that. <laughs> all right, keep your chin up, enjoy yourself this weekend, practice with your weapon. That's all. Visit berna.com slash jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.
2: Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points.
0: Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air.
2: Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.